Ilmiya, which has been uh, organized by al in uh, the Salafi Center. And we ask Allah Subhanahu to shower barakah, blessings upon it, that we increase in ikhlas, sincerity, sidq, and that we adhere to his sunnah in our actions in seeking ilm and that we implement that which we have studied because verily without implementation it's just information so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq that we be from that simph category of people who listen to the adilla proofs evidences with sincere heart and mind and that we follow that which we have been given from the haqq today's topic is going to be bi'idnillahi ta'ala regarding the ru'yatillah al-mu'minun ru'yatillah al-mu'minuna yawm al-qiyamah or fil-jannah rather and that is the issue of <coughs> the believing people the mu'minun seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in jannah we're gonna bi'idnillah deal with thalath muqaddimat three introductory issues and then inshallah after that we look at the adilla min al-Qur'an, proofs from the Qur'an that affirm that the believers will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah. And then we look at the adilla min al-Sunnah, nubda, glance at the proofs in the Sunnah al-Sahihah, the authentic Sunnah, authentic narrations of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah for the believers. And then after that, we're going to deal with some of the shubahat, the misconception and doubts that the mukhalifun, those who oppose the sunnah and the aqidah al-salafiyya, those misconceptions that they have regarding the affair. And we will deal with some of them as we're going through, inshallah, the other points. But these are the main points. And at the end, we're going to focus on a dua of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is related to the topic. The first introduction affair is the obligation The obligation of following the text Follow that which your Lord has revealed to you And do not follow other than him And other than it Little is it that you take heed. And that is following the Quran and the Sunnah totally. And the Sunnah is a wahi. He doesn't speak from his desires. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is a revelation revealed to him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Woman asdaqu min Allahi haditha. And who is more truthful? Then Allah in speech. So we take the speech of Allah. There is not a more truthful speech than the speech of Allah, Tabaraka wa ta'ala. And we take this in aqidah, in our creed. We take this as it relates to our ibadat, our worship, and our affairs, mu'amalat, interaction between people, and so forth. Qala al-Imam al-Sa'idi rahimullah. Imam al-Sa'idi. The Imam, he says, Regarding the statement, woman asdaqu min Allahi haditha, qal ikhbarun bi anna hadithahu wa akhbarahu 
وأقواله في أعلى مراتب الصدق فالأعلاها فكل ما قيل في العقائد والعلوم والأعمال مما يناقض ما أخبر الله به فهو باطل لمناقضته للخبر الصادق اليقين فلا يمكن أن يكون حقا He said in the tafsir of this Imam al-Sa'idi rahimullah that in this verse is stating that his statements Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that which Allah informs from his statements and so forth is the highest level of sidq is the highest level of truthfulness so everything that has been said regarding aqidah, creed or sciences and actions and ibadat and so forth that is in contradiction to that which Allah has informed us regarding then it is false because of its contradiction to the khabar al-sadiq al-yaqeen its contradiction to that speech that is truthful and certain in its being the haq and being the truth so it can't be the haq if it's in opposition to the haq and who is more truthful than Allah in speech we have to remember that when we're dealing with the affairs of aqidah and then you hear the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you hear the proofs that we have to hold firm to it because woman astaqumin Allahi haditha qila is more truthful than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in speech no it's so it's upon us to take that speech and that leads us to al muqaddama the second introductory issue and that is kama alanqa fil takif wa tahrif sifat just as regarding the names and attributes of Allah or the sifat specifically of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we don't enter into takif asking how and we don't make tahrif distorting the f- proofs and evidences relating to his sifat likewise we do not do the same for the affair of seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah the believer seeing Allah in Jannah, may Allah make us be from them. Qala Abu Bakr al-Khatib al-Baghdadi, rahimullah ta'ala, imam from the ulama of hadith, amma kalamu fi sifat fa innama ruwiya anha fi sunan al-sihah, madhhabu salaf ithbatuha, wa ijra'uha ala dhawairiha. وَنَفِي الْكَيْفِيَّةِ وَتَشْبِيهِ أو تَشْبِيهَةِ عَنْهَا وَلَا نَقُولُ مَعْنَى الْيَدِ الْقُدْرَةِ وَلَا أَنْ إِنَّ مَعْنَى السَّمْعِ وَالْبَصَرِ عِلْمٌ وَلَا أَنْ نَقُولُ إِنَّهَا جَوَارِحٌ وَنَقُولُ إِنَّمَا وَاجَبَ إِثْبَاتُهَا لِأَنَّ التَّوْقِيفَ وَرَدَ بِهَا وَوَاجَبَ نَفْيَ التَّشْبِيهِ عَنْهَا لِقَوْلِهِ تَعَالَى لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٌ الْآيَةُ وَلَمْ يَكُنْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحَدٌ important statement by Khatib al-Baghdadi rahimahullah ta'ala <coughs> he mentions it in his kitab al-ikhlas and that he says that as for uh, the affair relating to the sifat the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that which has been narrated in authentic <coughs> sunan authentic narrations and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the methodology of the salaf is to affirm it and believe it as it comes do you understand what I said ikhwan? Believe it as it comes. And do not ask how and look for the how. And do not in turn make it similar to 
the creation, make tashbih regarding it. And we do not say that the meaning of yad, when Allah says he has hands, subhanahu wa ta'ala, we don't say it's qudra. We don't say it means ability. Because therefore we haven't believed in it as it came. And we do not say <coughs> that the meaning of sami' wal basr, Allah hearing and seeing, it means ilm. We do not say this because it means knowledge. We do not say this because therefore if one does this, they're not believing in it as it comes. Believe in it as it came. And we do not say in turn that it is like the creation, but rather we affirm it because the revelation has affirmed it. The Quran and the Sunnah has been affirmed there. So it's obligatory upon us to affirm it without making tashbih. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, and none is comparable to him and he is all hearing and seeing and Ibn Batta rahimahullah ta'ala in Alibanat al-Kubra Alibanat al-Kubra from the books of the Sunan the Aqidah of the Salaf clarifying the Aqidah of the Salaf قال قال Abu Abdullah أدركتوا الناس وما ينكرون من هذه الأحاديث أحاديث الرؤية وكانوا يحدثون بها على الجملة يمرون أو يمرونها على حالها غير منكرين لذلك ولا مرتابين. He said رحمه الله that he's أدركت الناس he's met the people يعني علماء of the سنة. Sometimes you find in the books of the Salaf they say أدركت الناس حدث عنه الناس when they say الناس which literally means people. These ulama of the Salaf, they're talking about the scholars. Adratun nas. And they did not negate these narrations relating to seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they used to narrate it and believe in it as it came. Believe in it as it came. Yani, not distorting it, love thee, distorting it, tahrif love thee, wala ma'na. Not distorting it. Yani wording, it's wording and not distorting its meaning. They do not negate it and they do not have doubt regarding it. Regarding this uh, we have a statement of Shaykh Al Alama Muhammad ibn Salih al Uthameen Rahimullah Ta'ala. He says, Wa ahl sunnah إيمانهم بما وصف الله به نفسه خال من التحريف يعني تغيير اللفظ أو أو المعنى. As we said, he said رحمه الله that the people of the Sunnah and Jama'ah their iman they believe in that which Allah سبحانه وتعالى has described Himself with سبحانه devoid of تحريف. They do not make تحريف. They do not distort meaning. They do not change and distort the wording like the way of the uh, the Mu'tazil and the Jahmiya, Istawa, they changed it to Istawa. This is Tahrif, lovely. And they do not distort the meaning of the ayat like when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he has hands subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Asha'ira, 
they make tah, uh, the tahrif al-ma'na, they distort the meaning and say it means qudra, it means ability. So the people of the Sunnah, they don't do this. And we do not do this regarding the ayat and the ahadith that we're going to hear regarding seeing Allah, the believers seeing Allah subhanahu ta'ala in Jannah. The people of Bid'ah, the people who distort Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names and negate his names from the Jahmiyyah and the Mu'tazila and the Asha'ir and the Maturidiyah, they like to call themselves Ahlul Ta'wil. They like to call themselves Ahlul Ta'wil. They're not deserving of the name. Rather, they should be called Ahlul Tahrif, the people of distortion, people who distort. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about those before. يُحَرِّفُونَ الْكَلِمَ عَنْ مَوَاضِعِهِ He didn't say يُؤَوِّلُمْ That they distort and take the meaning of the words from other than it is. Distorting it and changing it. Allah said that about the Yehud. And the people of Bidah are imitating them in that regard. So we نُعَبِّر When we talk about them, we say they make تَحْرِيف We don't say they make تَعْوِيل And this brings us to the final مُقَدِّمَة the final introductory issue. And that is a ta'wil. We cannot say this that the people of Bidah they make ta'wil al itlaq. Indefinitely absolutely hakada. No, because ta'wil can be madmoon and can be mahmood. Ta'wil can be praiseworthy and ta'wil can be blameworthy. It can be good and can be bad. Because there are different meanings. There are different meanings as it pertains to ta'wil. It can mean tafsir, number one. We're going to mention four different meanings. It can mean tafsir. As the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal, making dua for Abdullah ibn Abbasin radiyallahu anhuma, Allahumma faqihu fiddin wa'allimhu al-ta'wil. Oh Allah, give him understanding and fiqh in the religion and teach him al-ta'wil, yani tafsir. وَمَا يَعْلِمُ تَعْوِيلَهُ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَالْرَاسِخُونَ فِي الْعِلْمِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says in the Qur'an, in the tilawa bidun waqf, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and they do not know the ta'wil, the tafsir of his ayat, إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَالْرَاسِخُونَ فِي الْعِلْمِ Except for Allah and the people who are grounded in knowledge. Allah said ta'wilahu. So it is praiseworthy, it is tafsir. And that tafsir is... What Allah praised the people of ilm. And in this verse, it shows the virtues of the rasikhuna fil ilm. The people who are grounded in ilm, yani the ulama. The second itlaq or meaning for ta'wil is aqibatu shay. The end result for something. And that's like what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Surah Nisa. Ya yu alladheena amanu. Ati'u Allah wa ati'u rasul wa ulil aminu minkum. فَإِن تَنَزَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ ذَلِكَ خَيْرٌ وَأَحْسَنُ تَأْوِيلًا Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, O you who believe, obey Allah and obey His Messenger and those who have been put in charge of you. Yani the ulama and the umara, the scholars and the rulers. مِنْكُمْ فَإِن تَنَزَعْتُمْ And if you dispute in an affair, anything, shay'in, nakira, if you dispute in anything whatsoever, take it back to Allah 
and the messenger. Take it back to Allah, i.e. take it back to the Quran. Take it back to the messenger, to him when he was alive, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, after his death, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to the sunnah. In kuntun tu'minun, condition to show the perfection of your iman, is to do this. Your iman in Allah and the yawmil akhir, and the hereafter. And Allah mentioned the hereafter. So he can encourage us to follow this command by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as that is the time when we'll be taken, our deeds will be examined and will be taken to account. That is good. And that's a good result. Good result, any good end. So ta'wil can also mean good end, or end rather. And likewise, the third itlaq is regarding the hadith of Aisha. The third way in which ta'wil is mentioned is in the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha. Kana Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yakthura an yakul في ركوعه وسجوده بعد أن أنزل عليه قول الله تعالى إذا جاء نصر الله والفاح she said رضي الله عنها رضي الله تعالى عنها that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he used to say something frequently in his ruku and his sujud after سورة الفاح أو سورة النصر sorry it's called فاح as well sometimes نصر was revealed and he would say after that Surah was revealed, Subhanakallahumma Rabbana wa bihamdik. Allahumma ghfirni. He would follow the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Nasr. And he would say, Subhanaka. Free you are from imperfections. Allahumma Rabbana, our Lord. And all praises for you. Allahumma ghfirni. He would do that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded to do in Surah Al-Nasr. So Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha qalat, يَتَأَوَّلُ الْقُرْآنِ He makes ta'wil of the Qur'an. يَعْنِ يَعْمَلُ بِهِ يَمْتَثِلْ He acts according to it. He complies to it. So ta'wil can mean comply. Which is why the people of Bidda, they like to say the Ahl Ta'wil. Why do they like to say the Ahl Ta'wil? Because they know it has good meanings. So therefore by saying that the Ahl Ta'wil, those who are not aware of the meaning of ta'wil, will draw close to their aqidah and see that their aqidah must be good because it has a good name. So therefore we must make sure that we differentiate between this. And that brings us to the final itlaq of ta'wil that we're going to mention. And that is self-love and dhahirihi. <coughs> and that is um, explaining the verse from its apparent meaning. Explaining the verse from its apparent meaning. And that which comes apparently as you see it in face value, changing the meaning from that. And this is categorized into two categories. The first one is Mahmood, praiseworthy. And the second one is Madhmoom, blameworthy. The praiseworthy one, هُوَ الَّذِي دَلَّ عَلَيْهِ الدَّلِيلِ تفسير القرآن بالقرآن تفسير الآيات بآيات أخرى تفسير القرآن بالحديث and that is that which has approved that the meaning is moved to another meaning نعم because it has دليل it's not the intellect of the individual this is the تأويل that is this is the صرف اللفظ moving it from its apparent meaning that is محمود the second one is مذموم as we mentioned and that is when it's Blameworthy, and that's when there's no dalil. 
and this is in reality the tahrif. This is the distortion that the people of Bid'ah have done. And this is not called Ta'weeb. The first one, who can tell me what they think the first one can be called? Yani we said here that Sarful loved and Zahiri, to move the apparent meaning and explain it through another verse or another hadith or so forth. What is another word for this that we've mentioned already? Tafsir. So this is also considered tafsir. This is also considered tafsir. Now, but the one that is madmum in the tahrif, that tahrif, that distortion. Now, they don't like to be called ahl tahrif because they know people run away from them. So they like to come to call themselves a name that is good. Like the people of the Tikfu, they like to call themselves jihadi. Because they know that the Muslims are familiar with jihad. The Mu'tazila, they like to call themselves Ahlul Adl. The, 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 the people who are fair, just. Because they know that's what the, 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 the human, the, the, the people were inclined towards. We call them what they really are. Your Tikfiri. Naam. Your Jahmi. And you're from Ahl Tahrif. We give you your name. And your Rafidi, not Shia. Your Rafidi. We give them the name of what they actually do. And on this point, to close this introduction, Ibn Qayyim rahmahullah ta'ala and uh, Ibn Abiz as well, they mentioned regarding this Tahrif. Ibn Qayyim, he said, إِذَا تَأَمَّلْ مُتَأَمَّلْ Ibn Qayyim, he said in Suwa'iq uh, al-Mursala, the Mukhtasar of Suwa'iq al-Mursala, he said, rahimahullah ta'ala, that if the one who reflects was to reflect, he would know fasad al-alim, that the corruption in the world, and he mentions examples of a'da'wah, of enmity, tafarruq, division in the ummah, up until he mentions in another place, talaq, divorce, enmity between brothers, is to do with tahrif. And this blameworthy thing that they like to call themselves Ahl Ta'wil. Yani distorting the meaning from its reality. And that's what they did with the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said that the alim, the world, there hasn't been something that's corrupted in this world except it goes back to that. The Christians, Ta'wil, uh, Tahrif. They distorted the meaning of Tawheed. The Jews, the same. Uh, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned. They distort the meaning from his correct meaning and his correct place. And likewise, in a divorce between a man and his wife, you meant this, you meant that. Where the husband starts interpreting, interpreting what she meant. And she's like, I didn't mean that. You made tahrif al-ma'na. You've distorted the meaning that she intended. I'm tired. That means you're tired of me. Huh? So he says, Rahimullah, that the asl and the, the, you find that the facade of the alim in all its forms comes back to this distortion. So when we listen to the ayat showing the proofs of the ru'ya and the seeing of the believers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let's consume it. And namuru kamaja, we believe in it as it is, without doing any tahrif. Distortion in the meaning or its wording, lest we fall into tashbih or ta'til, negating that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has affirmed. 
next part of this jalsa ya akhwati al-kiram is adilla min al-qur'an adillatu min al-qur'an the proof that is from the qur'an that the believers will see allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in jannah and that is a statement of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wujuhun wujuhun yawma idhin nadira ila rabbiha nadira where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said faces on that day will be nadira illuminated bright looking at their lord looking at their lord who is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-qiyamah so this is a clear proof that the believers will see allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in jannah may allah make us be from that ibn abbas radiyallahu anhuma qal yani tanzuru ila rabbiha ayanan bila hijab Ayanan bila bila madha ikhwa hijab that he said radiyallahu anhuma that they will see their lord visually without any veil and hasan al-basri rahimullah ta'ala he said tanzuru ila al-khaliqi wa huqqa laha an tanzura وَهِيَ تَنْذُرُ إِلَى الْخَالِقِ Beautiful. He said, Rahimullahu Ta'ala, that the faces will be looking at their Creator. And so it should be that their faces are illuminated by looking at their Creator. That illumination, the faces bright, is mentioned in the hadith of the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, نَضَّرَ اللَّهُ مِرَأً سَمِعَ مَقَالَتِي Ishreen, to 20 of the Sahaba that narrated this hadith. Where the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, May Allah, he made a dua for the people of Athar. For the people who stick to the narrations of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he made a dua for the people of hadith. He said, may Allah make the face, their faces bright. Nadhara. Ila rabbiha. Nadhira. Yani, wujuhun yawma idhin. Nadhira. Same meaning. Naam. Nadhara Allah. May Allah make their faces bright. Those on an individual that hears my statement. Fawa'aha. Wahafidaha. He understands it. Naam. Fawa'aha. He understands it. Fahafidaha. وَبَلَّغَهَا He understands it, number one. He memorizes it. So faham comes first, and then he memorizes it. So he's understood what he's memorizing. And then he transmits it. He's making a dua for the people of Hadith, ya Back to the istidlal, and that is wujuhin yawma idin nadira. The faces will be illuminated. Why? Looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What do we do with this verse, Ikhwan? Do we start making meanings like the people of, uh, of uh, Bid'ah? And I'll show you what they say. They say that, إِلَى رَبِّهَا نَاذِرَةً They said, نَاذِرَةً بِمِنْ إِنْتَذَرَةً And they're looking at their Lord, نَاذِرَةً They're looking at their Lord, no, so إِلَى رَبِّهَا نَاذِرَةً يَعْنِ مُنْتَذِرَةً To their Lord, they are waiting. To their Lord they are waiting. So they're saying that the meaning of Nadira means 
waiting. What have they done here, Ikhwan? Tahrif what? Tahrif? Ma'nawi. They've distorted the what? The meaning. So, Shaykh Al-Alama Muhammad ibn Salih al-Uthaymin ta'ala in his sharh of Al-Aqidat uh, al-Tahawiyah, beautiful ta'liqat, I advise you to buy it if you can. Have a look at it. Very nice. He says, وَأَمَّا قَوْلُهُمْ يَنْذُرُونَ بِمَعْنَى يَنْتَذِرُونَ Sorry, not that one. Naam, similar to that. He says, وَأَمَّا قَوْلُهُمْ يَنْذُرُونَ بِمَعْنَى يَنْتَذِرُونَ وَيَسْتَدِلُونَ بِقَوْلِهِ هَلْ يَنْذُرُونَ إِلَّا تَأْوِيلَهِ they said, as for them saying that it's, it means waiting, looking, it means waiting, yantadhirun. And they use as proof the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, hal yandhuruna illa ta'wil. Are they waiting for? It's the result, yandhurun, it means waiting. So he says, فَالْجُوَابُ عَلَيْهِ أَنَّ قُولُ كَلِمَةُ نَظَرَا تَتَعَدَّ بِنَفْسِهَا وَبِئِلَى وَبِفِي وَيَخْتَلَفُ مَعْنَاهَا بِاخْتِلَافِ الْمَوَادِ Allah revealed the Qur'an in Loga Arabiya Mubin. Clear. Principles, qawaid. Perfect language to, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used to give us the aqeedah and how we're supposed to worship him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Uthaymin said, as for their statement, we say, نَظَرَ which comes from the same root word, as seeing, waiting and seeing come from the same root word. He said, sometimes it's transitive. Do you understand transitive? Okay, sometimes, uh, I'll explain it. Sometimes it's acting within itself as a verb. Okay, not literally acting, affecting something else. And sometimes it affects or it, there is a, an object. So when it's within itself, it's called lazim in Arabic, which is, uh, I think it's غير trans, uh, uh, tra- non-transitive, isn't it? Yeah, it's non-transitive. It's non-transitive, meaning there is no object that is affecting. So when you say, I'm waiting, is there an object? No, it's a verb within itself. You're just waiting. So that when a, uh, a verb, the verb nadara is mentioned in this way, it means waiting which is in this word, هَلْ يَنْذُرُونَ Are they waiting? Allah says in the Qur'an. That's number one. Number two, if it has after it, إِلَى Yeah? If it has after it, إِلَى which is in our verse. Yes or no? Yani it's تَعَدَّى Yani is now transitive. Meaning there is something it's looking at. إِلَى رَبِّهَا نَاظِرًا So there's إِلَى here. When it has that meaning, it means looking. When it has ila with it. And also, nadara can have fi. Nadara can have fi. And when it has fi, yani nadara fi dhalik, yani tafakkara fihi. Sofa anduru fil mas'ala. I will look at the issue, yani I will think about it. Like the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, أَوَلَمْ يَنْذُرُوا فِي مَلُكُوتِ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Do they not reflect the affairs of the heavens and the earth? Reflect. يَنْذُرُوا فِي Because there is fee with that nadar. But in our verse here, what is with it, Ikhwan? What's the preposition? إِلَى And if it's إِلَى, it means seen. 
So this low doubt is a proof. And that's why Ibn Abi isn't other than him of him have mentioned that this is mean aqwa dalil. This is from the most strongest proof that the believers <coughs> will see their Lord in the hereafter. May Allah make us be from them. Number two, as ziyadah is mentioned, extra, as it relates to the reward of the believers. And the first way it's mentioned is the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لِلَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُوا الْحُسْنَى وَزِيَادَةِ لِلَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُوا الْحُسْنَى وَزِيَادَةِ And that is for those who do good. يعني أَحْسَنُوا They do good. إِحْسَان الْحُسْنَى For them is الْحُسْنَى And الْحُسْنَى is Jannah. For those who do good is الْحُسْنَى In Jannah. That's in Surah to Yunus, verse 26. الْحُسْنَى For them is حُسْنَى which is Jannah. وَزِيَادَةِ Preposition or oh, sorry, conjunction, what? Ziyada. And extra. How do we understand what this extra is? We go back to the sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa fi hadith, Suhaib, radiyallahu anhu, anin nabiyyi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, aqal, idha dakhla ahlul jannati al-jannata, yaqulu allahu tabarak wa ta'ala, turiduna shay'an, أزيدكم فيقولون ألم تبيض وجوهنا ألم تدخلنا الجنة وتنجينا من النار قال فيكشف الحجاب فما أعطوا شيئا أحب إليهم من النظر إلى ربهم أز وجل وفي رواية تلا للذين تلا صلى الله عليه وسلم هذه الآية للذين أحسنوا الحسن وزيادة رواه مسلم. and that is in the hadith of Suhaib رضي الله عنه that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he said when the people of Jannah enter Jannah Allah سبحانه وتعالى will say which is a proof of the kalam of Allah is a hujja that Allah speaks a refutation against the Mu'tazila and the Ashaira Allah speaks he says تريدون شيئاً Azidakum, do you want me to give you anything else extra? And they're like, because they're in Jannah, they think there's nothing else. They're in bliss. For your Alam Have you not made our, our faces bright? White? Alam Did you not enter us into paradise? Did you not save us from the hellfire? They don't expect anything else. They think that's it with that's it. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove the veil. And after that veil is removed, they will not be given anything. Yani in Jannah. That is more beloved to them than looking at their Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in another narration, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam after that recited, لِلَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُ الْحُسْنَ وَزِيَادَةً for those who do husna or ihsan rather, for those who do ihsan, do good, for them is al-husna, is jannah, wa ziyada. So this is what we mentioned from the ta'wil, at, remember? The last one, where you're moving it from ziyada, which means more, yes? And we've moved it to the meaning when there's a proof, yes or no? And that proof is the sunnah. So this is ta'wil, this is 
ta'wil that we have done, that is deleel from the hadith of who? Who's the Sahabi? Suhaib, remember that. From the hadith of Suhaib, that is in Sahih Muslim. Sahih, na'am, that the meaning of ziyada is indeed seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah. Qala ibn Qayyim rahimullah. Ibn Qayyim rahimullah ta'ala, he said, He's gone to the linguistic aspects of this verse. He said, Ibn Qayyim in Hadi He said, Rahimullah. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used the conjunction wa, which is and. And then mentioned ziyada, extra. On top of al-husna, which is jannah. This is a proof that this ziyada is something else, not jannah. And it's something extra, something on top. Yani looking at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in another Verse Ziyada in another way is mentioned, and that's in Surah Al-Qaf, which you know, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Mazid. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said, Enter into it forever peacefully. And for them is whatever they want. For them is whatever they want, and we have something extra for them. Waladaina Mazid. And there is something extra for them. Above everything that they want. Jabir Ibn Abdullah Radiallahu An and Anas Radiallahu An they said that this ziyada is another ila wajhillah al kareem. It's looking at the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But this is clear proof that the believers will see Allah wa ta'ala in Jannah. The third evidence is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Mutafifin, Kalla innahum an rabbihim yawma idhin la mahjubun. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said, Nay innahum, verily them will be veiled from their blocked from seeing their Lord. There'll be a veil between them and their Lord. Yani the kuffar. Qala al-Husayn ibn al-Fadl, al-Husaynu, al-Husayn ibn al-Fadl, he said, rahimullah, kama hajabahum fid dunya an tawheedihi, hajabahum fil akhirati an ru'yatihi. May Allah protect us with that. He said, just as they've had the veil in tawheed, in this dunya, meaning that they did not implement Tawheed in this dunya. They did not worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon Tawheed. Just as that has occurred in this dunya, then they have been given the veil that they have been blocked, yani for seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the akhirah. Imam Malik, rahimahullah ta'ala, yaqul, لَمَّا حَجَبَ اللَّهُ أَعْدَاءَهُ فَلَمْ يَرَوْهُ تَجَلَّ لِأَوْلِيَائِهِ حَتَّى رَأَوْهُ he said, Rahimullah, just as Allah has blocked the enemies, 
so they can't see him. He subhanahu wa ta'ala will in, in, in uh, no doubt will reveal himself to the believers. And Imam Shafi ta'ala said something similar, but he said, just as he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, has blocked the disbelievers via his anger and displeasure, in it is a proof, in verse meaning, in it is a proof that those who Allah is pleased with will see him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, the people of Bid'ah, they say that regarding this verse, إِنَّهُمْ رَبِّهِمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ لَمَحْجُوبُونَ That they, the, the, the verily, uh, they will have this veil and block on that day from seeing their Lord. They said that, inc that incorporates everyone. They say incorporates the believer and incorporates the disbeliever. What does Ibn Batta say? Ibn Batta, he says, Rahimullah, in Al-Ibanatul Kubra, volume 3, page number 7. Important statement from Ibn Battah in refuting this. He said regarding Kalla innahum rabbihim yawma idhin lamahjubun thumma innahum lasalul jahim. He said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <coughs> He says that verily they, they will be uh, screened and veiled from their Lord on that day and then they will be in the hellfire. He said thumma wasafa ahl jannah. After Allah mentioned that, He then described the people of Jannah. فَقَالَ إِنَّ الْأَبَرَارَ لَفِي نَعِيمٍ He said that verily the pious will be in bliss. أَلَا أَرَائِكِ يَنْذُرُونَ In their thrones, looking, تَعْرِفُوا فِي وُجُوهِهِمْ نَضْرَةَ النَّعِيمٍ You see and know them from their face by the view of bliss and, and uh, brightness of bliss. He said, رحم الله تعالى مُضَائِهًا In opposition. Oh, sorry, mudaihan, similar to the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wujuhi yawma idhin nadira ila rabbiha nadira. So this is similar to the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that faces on that day will be bright looking at their Lord. al jahmiyu. Here he says, but the jahmi they claim, bikufrihi, through their disbelief, wajuratihi, through their audacity, ala bi kitabi rabbihi. In denying the book, the book of their Lord, and al abrar wal fujar mahjubun. They say that all of the abrar, the pious, and the fujar, the criminals, disbelievers, they all then will have. A, they will not see their Lord. Is that not the aqidah, Ikhwan? The aqidah of the Jahmiya, the aqidah of the Mu'tazila. Because when we say Jahmiya, all of them are Jahmi, with different levels. The Mu'tazila Jahmi, the Ashaira Jahmi. They are negators. They are what? Negators. All of them, they claim that the believers will not see their Lord. So therefore, they are saying, he says, Ibn Battah, that they deny that. And then they claim that the abrar, the pious and the criminals, all of them will not see their Lord. وَقَدْ أَكْذَبُهُ كِتَابُ اللَّهِ Verily, the book of Allah has refuted them. And deemed them as lies in what they're saying. هِينَ فَرَّقَ بَيْنَ الْأَبْرَارِ وَالْفُجَارِ when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed a dif differentiation between the pious and the disbelievers. If all of the creation were all veiled, not seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then there will be no point in the 
disbelievers having that block, not seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, having that veil. وَلَا كَانَ ذَلِكَ It's not going to harm them, because everyone's having it, according to the Jahmi. وَلَا بِصَائِرِهِمْ إِلَّا حَالِ They're not going to be in a state where they're feeling the pain, because they, everyone's having it, everyone in the same boat, according to the Jahmi. وَلَا مَذْمُومَ إِذْ هُمْ وَالنَّبِيُّونَ وَشُهَدَاءُ وَالصَّالِحُونَ كُلُّهُمْ عَنْ رَبِّهِمْ مَحْجُوبُونَ According to them, therefore the prophets, all of them are mahjuboon, as the criminals. Is this ma'qood? Does it make sense here? In any case, the statements of the Salaf in a consensus that this delil is a proof that the criminals... The disbelievers will not see their Lord, but the believers will. The fourth type of proof, and the final one we're going to use from the Quran, is a, is a proof of the verses talking about the liqa, Rabb, the meeting of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> like the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Kahf, فَمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ لِقَاءَ رَبِّهِ فَيَعْمَلْ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا وَلَا يُشِكْ بِعِبَادِ رَبِّهِ أَحَدًا Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and whoever hopes in meeting his Lord, then let him do good deeds and do not associate anything with his Lord in worship. Whoever is hoping in the meeting of Allah, then verily the time is coming. Salam. The statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Ahzab. And their greeting when they meet him is, Salam. Meet their Lord. وَقَدْ قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ فِي الْحَدِيثِ مُتَّفَقٌ وَمُتَّفَقٍ عَلَيْهِ قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ مَنْ أَحَبَّ لِقَاءَ اللَّهُ أَحَبَّ اللَّهُ لِقَاءَهُ وَمَنْ كَرِهَ لِقَاءَ اللَّهُ كَرِهَ اللَّهُ Whoever loves to meet Allah, Allah loves to meet him. And whoever dislikes to meet Allah, Allah dislikes to meet him. So we have all of these ayat and this hadith pertaining to meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qala al-Baghawi, Imam al-Laghawi, Abu al-Abbas Ahmed ibn Yahya. Abu al-Abbas Ahmed ibn Yahya and also a statement of Tha'laba. Where they said, Ajma' ahlul lugha anna al-liqa'a hahuna la yakunu illa mu'ayyanatan wa nadhran bil-abasar. The people of the Arabic language in which the Quran and the Sunnah have been revealed. There is a consensus, no different, except for the people whose minds polluted from the Mu'tazila as a Maghshari and the rest of them. And Abdul Jabbar Al Qadi Ada Mu'tazili. Ajma'u Ahlul Logha, the people of linguistics in the Arabic linguistics, they have a consensus that a liqa meeting here is not gonna happen except it's visual. That there is visualizing, that they will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be absari him with their eyes and their sights. And the Thalab mentions the same thing. Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah ta'ala, he adds, and he said, lisan. Ibn Qayyim, he says, and the people of the tongue, yani the people of who, ikhwan? 
When he says Ahlul Lisan, what does he mean? The people of language. Lisan, the people of the language and the Arabic language. Ajma'u. They come to a consensus. That Al-Liqa Mata Nusiba ila al-Hayy Salim min al-Ama wal-Mani iqtada al-Mu'ayyana wal-Ru'ya. It's a consensus amongst the people of the language. That when meeting, the word liqa meeting, is ascribed to the one that is alive, hey, and it's not blind, and there isn't any deficiency in that person. For example, iqtada al-mu'ayyana wa ru'ya. It necessitates that they see. So when they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what happens, ikhwan? Ah, they see. The adilla from the sunnah. <coughs> the adilla, the proof from the sunnah. We mentioned, uh, how long have we forgot, Akhi? We mentioned a couple of adilla from the sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The first one is in Abi Huayta, radiallahu anhu. Qala unasun, ya Rasulullah, hal nara rabbana yawm al-qiyamah? فقال هل تضارون في الشمس ليس دونها سحاب أو سحاب قالوا لا يا رسول الله قال هل تضارون في القمر ليلة البدر ليس دونها أو دونه سحاب قالوا لا يا رسول الله قال فإنكم ترونه يوم القيامة كذلك رواه البخاري وفي رواية أخرى عن جرير بن عبد الله البجلي رضي الله عنه قال كنا عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فالنظر إلى القمر ليلة البدر وقال إنكم سترون ربكم عيانا كما ترون هذا القمر لا تضامون في رؤيته متفقون عليه This is in Bukhari Muslim The first hadith and who's the first hadith narrator? Who? Abu Huraira In the hadith of Abu Huraira He said that some people came or said to the messenger of Allah Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Shall we see or we will see our Lord On the day of resurrection He said Do you crowd and squeeze each other To daruna You know like when you can't see something And you're You're fighting to see it You're doing that If you're not tall How to daruna Fishams Do you Do you crowd and squeeze each other On looking at the sun do we do that, Ikhwan? The Sahaba, la shak. When it is not hidden by clouds, then the Sahaba, they replied, No, Ya Rasulullah, or Messenger of Allah, no, we don't. He said, Do you crowd and squeeze each other on looking at the moon when it's full and there aren't any hidden clouds? Or it's not hidden by clouds? And they said, No. And the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, فَإِنَّكُمْ تَرَوْنَهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ كَذَلِكَ And you will indeed see him on the day of judgment, resurrection, like this. And in the other narration, the second narration, who is that by? What's the second narrator? The second hadith you mentioned. Huh? Jareed ibn Abdullah al-Bajali. Jareed ibn Abdullah al-Bajali. Radiyallahu an. He said that the messenger, that he said that we, <coughs> we were sitting with the messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he looked at the full moon. And he observed and he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you should see your Lord in the hereafter as you are seeing this moon. <coughs> and he said, moon. There will be nothing that would be obscure, uh, uh, hajjis or inconveniencing you in seeing it. 
There will be nothing in your way, basically, in seeing him, seeing Allah in the hereafter. Raw Muslim. What do we do with these two hadith? Ikhwan? Huh? Namur hakama? Yeah. We believe it as it comes, but not the Jahmiyyah. In this risala of Abdul Aziz ibn Abdullah al Majashun Firuya, he has a risala which is in. Um, uh, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a risala which is a treaty in the uh, <coughs> Ibanatul Kubra of Ibn Batta. Ibanatul Kubra of Ibn Batta. He has a risala particularly, specifically dealing with seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is Abdul Aziz ibn Abdullah al Majashun. Risala to Abdul Aziz ibn Abdullah al Majashun fil Ru'ya. A treatise from him. Uh, Pertaining to Ru'ya, and he's seen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in hereafter. He says, Rahimullah, in it, Waqalatil Jahmiya. The Jahmis, they say, Innakum shabbahtum rabbakum bil qamari. Faqultum tarawna rabbakum kama tarawna al qamar. Fatafahamu rahimakumullah. Jahlahum wa kadibahum. He said, Rahimullah, that the Jahmiyas, they say, that verily, you, Ahl Sunnah, you have made your Lord similar to the moon. Because you say that you will see your Lord like you will see the moon. So he says, understand, may Allah have mercy on you, talking to all of us. Understand their ignorance and their lies. Wa-iftira'ahum. Allah, their lies to what regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Line upon Allah wa ala rasulihi. And upon his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa alayhi mu'mineen, min ibadihi, the lies upon the people, of the, the believers, from the worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fi kulli ahwalihim, fahal sami'tum, an ahadin, annahu qal, inna allaha, ta'ala mithil qamar, have you heard, he's asking, anyone say that Allah is like the moon, have you heard that? Does it say in the hadith, that Allah is like the moon? But rather that which is said, Verily, he will be seen like you see. And then he starts uh, bringing some intellectual proofs to refute the despicable misconception from the people of Bidayah al Jahmiyyah. Do you not see? Do you not see, as you look to the earth, you see the moon? Clarity, clarity. Yes or no? And then he said, وَلَكِنْ أَنَّذْرْ مِثْلٌ نَعْمْ وَلَيْسَ الْقَمْرِ مِثْلَ الْأَرْضِ وَلَيْسَ الْقَمْرِ مِثْلَ الْأَرْضِ And the moon is not like the earth. Would anybody who's got sound mind say that the moon is like the earth? وَلَكِنْ أَنَّذْرْ مَثَلٌ فَتَنْذُرُوا إِلَى الشَّيْءِ الْعَظِيمِ كَمَا تَنْذُرُوا إِلَى الشَّيْءِ صَغِيرِ You look at something that is mighty, like you look at something that is small. Like you have a rock. You can look, like, look at a rock and it's small, little stone. And then you look at Mount Uhud. You're looking clearly at Mount Uhud and you can clearly at the stone. But they're not the same. And then he says, Rahimullah, وَهُمَا مُخْتَلِفَانَ As you said, and they are different. The seeing is one. You need the clarity in the seeing is one. And also, 
often uh mentioning the different types of viewing and seeing and how we look at the clarity of seeing not at the thing that's been seen he says when you Jews and taqul it's okay and 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 permissible for you to say ahada ilayya rajulun farasan fahadaytu ilayhi thawban using the uh, the same verb you can say i gave i was given a present by someone he gave me a horse and i gave him a thawb you've used the same verb given a present he gave me as a gift a sheep and I gave him a cow why do you do this I gave him a gift like he gave me a gift but the gifts are what أَهْدَيْتُهُ إِلَيْهِ كَمَا أَهْدَى إِلَيْهِ فَلَيْسَ الثَّوْبِ مِثْلَ الْفَرَسِ وَلَيْسَ الشَّاعِ مِثْلَ بَقَرَ A sheep is not similar to a cow, but they were both given as gifts. So if I say to you, I'm going to give you, a, I'm going to give you, if I was to say to you, I'm going to give you a cow just like you gave me a horse. Somebody's going to respond to you and say, Ya Akhi, uh, a horse is different from a sheep, brother. What would you, you'd think he was crazy. I'm saying I'm giving you a gift. Like you gave me a gift. And then he says, And then he says, So that which is agreement is the action, not the, the, the thing or the individual. And rather, looking has the same wording, but that which is looked at are not equal. The second proof that we're going to bring regarding the hadith of the Messenger وسلم, regarding Ru'ya, uh, uh, seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah for the believers. النبي, he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. تعلموا أنه لن يرى أحد منكم ربه عز وجل حتى يموت. He said, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, in the hadith which is in Sahih Muslim and is in Tirmidhi, عن عبد الله ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما. He said, know, know that none of you will see your Lord until you die. So the mafhum that which is an inverse meaning of this is what, Ikhwan? What's the inverse meaning? So you see him after you die. Hatta yamut. And likewise in another narration, and Abada ibn Samit radiyallahu an, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal, innakum lantaraw rabbakum hatta tamutu. Same meaning relatively where he said that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that you will not see your Lord until you die. I ask my brothers to remember this hadith. These two narrations. Can you, who can repeat the two narrations to me? The first narration is by who? Abdullah ibn Umar. What did he say? That the messenger said what? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ah, man, you, man, who's going to enlighten us? What did the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? 
qayyidul ilma bil kitabah Prophet sallallahu said make your knowledge firm by writing because you could have just looked at it what's the hadith huh know that you will not see your lord until you die now let's move on to the final part of our jalsa today and that is the mukhalifin those who oppose <coughs> the people of the sunnah as it relates to affirming seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the believers seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, in uh, Jannah. Now, uh, we've mentioned some shubahat, we're going to mention uh, maybe two more. And the people who opposed it, opposed this uh, correct belief is the Mu'tazila, Jahmiya, the Khawarij, the Rafida. The Mu'tazila, Jahmiya, the Khawarij, the Rafida, and most of the Murjia. And most of the Murjia. Let's see what one of their people said. And that's Qadi Abdul Jabbar. He said, nas fi dhalik, ahlul adal asarrihim So this is the way of Ahlul Sunnah, ikhwan. We don't accuse anybody with blanket accusations. We have delil. We have delil. And here, Abdul Jabbar is the, the heads of the, the Mu'tazila. He said that the people differed regarding, when he said people, people of Bidah. They differed regarding <coughs> uh, seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the hereafter. He says, as for Ahl al-Adl, remember I told you about that? Who, who, he called them Ahl al-Adl. Why did he call them Ahl al-Adl? Because there is people, and they who? The Mu'tazila. So he said, Amma Ahl al-Adl, that they, the, the, the Mu'tazila, the Zaydiya, who are who? The Rafidah. Well, the Khawarij, uh, and the majority of the Murja, that verily they say that it is not permissible, it is not going to happen that the believers will see Allah with their eyes. And they bring Shubahat. The first Shubahat, or Shubha, that they bring, is Qawlullah Ta'ala, وَلَمَّا جَاءَ مُوسَى لِمِقَاتِنَا وَكَلَّمَهُ رَبُّهُ قَالَ رَبِّ أَرِنِي أَنظُرْ إِلَيْكَ قَالَ لَنْ تَرَانِي وَلَكِنْ أَنظُرْ إِلَى الْجَبَلِ فَإِنْ اسْتَقَرَّ مَكَانَهُ فَسَوْفَ تَرَانِي Where Allah SWT said in Surah Al-A'raf that when Musa came to the appointed time, our appointed time, وَكَلَّمَهُ رَبُّهُ And his Lord spoke to him. قَالَ رَبِّ let me see you. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Lan tarani. You are not going to see me. You are not going to see me. Uh, yeah, now nah, We'll use that in the future, inshallah. And tell you why I use, you are not going to see me. You are not going to see me. But look at the mountain. If it stays in its place, then you'll see me. So they say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says here, Lan tarani. And they say, Allah said, you will not see me. Abadan yani. You will not ever see him. So this is the shubha that they use. And it's mentioned in the kashaf of a zamakshari. A zamakshari who's from the head of the Mu'tazila, who has a tafsir, he claims, of the Quran. And in it he says that this lan, the preposition lan, is ta'bidiya. Yani, never. Linguistically, that's wrong. 
we have proofs and evidences that shows that this verse is not for them, but rather it's against them. The first proof we're going to say, who is the one asking to see Allah? Who is he? Who is Musa? Rasulullah, the Messenger of Allah. It is impermissible, it is uh, unthinkable that he will ask Allah for something that's not possible. It's not thinkable that he will ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's not possible. And if he was to ask Allah for something that's not going to happen possible, then Allah would have told him off and clarified that you cannot ask for that, like he did for who? Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam. When he made du'a, asked to make du'a for his son. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inni a'idhuka an takuna min al-jahileen. He goes, I admonish you that you be from the ignorant ones. He told him off, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if Musa, when he asked to see Allah, if it was something that was not to be impossible, abomination, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have rebuked him, but Allah didn't. Secondly, Allah says, Lan tarani, you are not going to see me. Yani, he did not say, you will never see me. Yani, he didn't say, La yajuz antarani. He didn't use la anafia. He used lan. Lan anafia is mustaqbal al nasb. He didn't say la anafia. He, used, he didn't say la. He said lan. And if he said la, it would be like la yajuz. It's not permissible. It's not possible for you to see me. Allah did not say that. He said lan. Number three, and that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed himself to who? The mountain. And the mountain did not stay in its place because of the, the immense nature of seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is mentioned by Ibn Abi Izz in his sharh of Aqidat uh, al-Tahawiyyah. He said, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show himself to a non-living object like a mountain, something that is jamid. What's jamid in English? Solid. But we're solid too, something else. Inanimate. Huh? Inanimate. Inanimate. Now, we're solid, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. This non-human entity, this mountain, Allah showed himself to it. In Allah Ta'ala, Tajalla lil jabal, wa huwa jamad, la ya'qal. Has no sense. Does not do ibadah. Yani, salawat, zakat, hajj. Doesn't worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how can that be huh, blocked away from his close friend subhanahu wa ta'ala and those who obey him subhanahu wa ta'ala? Another refutation against them in this regard. And that is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Lantarani, you will not see me. Lan is, does not mean forever. Why doesn't it mean forever? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said regarding the Yehud, He said regarding death, that the Jews will never ask for death. They'll never ask and wish for death. But then what, did they wish for death later, Ikhwan? وَنَادَى يَا مَالِكْ لِيَقْضِي عَلَيْنَا رَبُّكَ Even though Allah said that they won't with land, later on, they said, Ya Malik, let our Lord take our lives. Which means, that they will not 
wish for death at all, it means in the dunya. And he said to Malik, for, for Allah to, to take their life because of the punishment of the hellfire. So that is for the hereafter. So in fact, we say that this statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Lantarani is a proof that you will not see Allah in the dunya. A refutation against the Mujassam. So you will see him when? In the hereafter. And also, Imam uh, Ibn Malik, Sahib al-Alfiyah, he says, Rahimullah, وَمَنْ يَرَى نَفْيَ بِلَنْ مُؤَبَّدَ فَقَوْلُهُ رُدُّدْ وَسِوَاهُ فَعْتُدَ He said, Rahimullah, وَمَنْ يَرَى النَّفِي Whoever sees that the nafi, the negation with lan, is an indefinite negation, then his statement is rejected and rejected. And other than that, stick to that. Yani that it is not indefinite. The second shubha that they bring. And this is the final one, inshallah, ikhwah. See, eyes just... Forgive me. The second shubha, misconception or doubt, is a statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لَا تُدْرِكُهُ الْأَبُسَارِ وَهُوَ يُدْرِكُهُ الْأَبُسَارِ وَهُوَ الْلَطِيفُ الْخَبِيرِ In the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-An'am, he said, sight will not encompass him. Sight will not encompass him, but he encompasses all sights, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sights, no sight will encompass him, and he encompasses all sights. They say, this statement, sights or visions will not encompass him, that proves that there will be no seeing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah, for the believers, or anyone. What have they done, Ikhwan? They have shown their jahl, their ignorance, as is mentioned by Ibn Batta and Abdaziz al-Majashun, rahimahumullah. And that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qissa of Musa, alayhi salatu wasalam, وَلَمَّا تَرَاءَ الْجَمْعَانِ قَالَ أَصْحَابُ مُوسَىٰ إِنَّا لَمُدْرَكُونَ فَلَمَّا أَوْ لَمَّا تَرَاءَ And when Pharaoh was chasing uh, Musa and his people, and they tara'a, they what? They saw each other. And the people of Musa, who were with Musa, they says, Inna la mudrakun. We are going to be encompassed, caught. So therefore, Ru'ya was mentioned. They can see them. And then he said that he feared that they will be what? A compass. So, what did Musa say? Allah says, "Qala kalla inna ma'ya Rabbi fasayhadin, fasayhadin, no sayhadin, sayhadin." Where um, Musa, alayhi salatu salam, Allah said that he said, "No, verily, my Lord is with me, and He will guide us to safety." Yani. So, what did Musa negate? Did he negate? See them seeing them or them encompassing them. So it shows that there's a difference between seeing and encompassing. There's a difference between seeing and encompassing. And Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymi rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, يقول ابن تيمية رحمه الله وكذلك لا تدرك الأبصار إنما نفي للإدراك الذي هو الإحاطة كما قاله أكثر العلماء 
He said that verily that which is negated in uh, the verse is encompassing. Yani encompassing alihata, encompassing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's one's vision, which cannot happen. And this is a statement of Aksar ulama, the majority of the ulama. And Ibn Uthaymin rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentions, he said, so in this verse, Ikhwan, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that let's focus on this ayah with dikka, with tama'un, focus with concentration. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that no vision will encompass him. And he encompasses all things, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala said that verily, in the ladhi yura yudrik laysa bi sahih, for nahnu nara shams. He said, we say to those people, who, say, who use this as a proof against the aqidah sahiha that you see Allah, they said that Allah's cannot be encompassed, which means you can't see Allah. We say to them, do we see the sun, Ikhwan? Yes or no? Can you see all of the sun? Can you see all of the sun? No. So therefore the vision of the sun remains, but the idraq, which is encompassing visually the sun, is not there. And he says, But Allah... Subhanahu wa ta'ala, yara ashya khafi. Allah sees all things that are hidden and those things that are apparent, those things that are big and those things that are minute, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Finally, Ikhwan. Be glad to hear, inshallah. Finally, I want us to reflect on uh, uh, a dua that the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa he made. And this dua is a beautiful dua. And um, <coughs> is Anata ibn Sa'ib, Anata ibn Sa'ib, who said that um, uh, from the narration of Ammar ibn Yasir, Anata ibn Sa'ib, from the narration of uh, Ammar ibn, Sa'ib, uh, ibn uh, Yasir, عن, he said that the Messenger وسلم, made this dua. Can he do Yakul, Allahumma bi ilmikal ghayb. O Allah, by your knowledge of the unseen. And your power over the creation. So we find in this beginning, the Messenger وسلم, is teaching us how to make dua. And that is by the rububiyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And his, uh, uh, his names and his attributes subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma bi'ilmika al-ghayb wa qudratika ala al-khalq. أَحْيِيْنَا مَا عَلِمْتَ الْحَيَاةَ خَيْرًا لَنَا He said number one, the first supplication, there's ten of them. Keep me alive, number one, so as long as you know that living is good for me. وَتَوَفَّانَا إِذَا عَلِمْتَ الْوَفَاةَ خَيْرًا لَنَا And take our lives, if you, if you see that taking our lives is better for us. اللهم he says, Oh Allah, number three, Oh Allah, I ask you to make me uh, fear you in secret and in public. Yani ikhlas. 
كلمه الحق في الرضا والغضب نمبر 4 انا اسك يو تو بيستو مي ذا سبيكينج اوف ذا تروث وين ام بليزد اند وين ام انجري ونسالك القصد في الفقر والغنى and i ask you to be for, to make me balanced in times of poverty and in times of being wealthy ونسالك نعيما لا ينفذ and i ask you for everlasting delight and a joy that will never cease stop ونسالك قره عين لا تنقطع And then he says, وَنَسْأَلُكَ الرِّضَاءِ بَعْدَ الْقَضَاءِ And I ask you to be pleased with your decree. وَنَسْأَلُكَ بَرْدَ الْعِيشِ بَعْدَ الْمَوْتِ And I ask you for an easy life, a cool life after death. وَنَسْأَلُكَ لِذَّةَ النَّذْرِ إِلَى وَجْهِكَ After all of that he says sallallahu alaihi wasallam and I ask you for the sweetness of looking upon your face wa shawqa ila liqa'ik fi ghayri darra mudirra and I ask you he said for the sweetness of looking upon your face and then he says and longing to meet you in a manner that does not entail a calamity that will bring about harm or trial or that will cause deviation wala fitnatin mudilla allahumma zayyin la bi zinatil iman waj'alna hudatan muhtadin he says oh allah beautify us with the adornment of iman of faith and make us among those who are guided and are rightly oh guide and are rightly guided in this amazing dua The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after mentioning the rububiyyah, the lordship, his sifat subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking for ikhlas and asking for, for life in his obedience and to, uh, to be deceased if, if it's better for him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asking for him fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asking for the affairs of being balanced in the affairs of dunya in poverty or wealth And then he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَنَسْأَلُكَ لِذَّةَ النَّذْرِ إِلَى وَجْهِكَ And I ask you for the sweetness of seeing your face. The Jahmiyyah, the Mu'tazila, the Maturidiyya, the Khawarij have blocked themselves from having this bliss, ikhwan. As Ibn Qayyim and other them have mentioned, they have cancelled themselves out. Because you need to have iman in this. Believe that you will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hereafter. Just like we have, Wallahu a'lam, in the hadith of Abu Huayta radiallahu anhu, Man saama Ramadan, Imanan wa ish, Ihtisaban. Whoever fasts the month of Ramadan with Iman, belief in the legislation of Ramadan, believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that which is legislated. 
believe and hoping for the reward. Then he gets the reward of sins forgiven. Likewise, it's upon us to have Iman in seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The believer seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah, perhaps we will be from amongst them. For verily those who deny this, Hurrimu min dhalik. They have caused, they've been the ones who have called Harramu anfusahum fi dhalik. They're the ones who have caused themselves to be devoid of such a blessing. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from those who follow the Quran and the Sunnah in our aqidah, in our ibadah worship, in our dealings with each other, in our dealings with the da'wah, dealing with the affairs of this dunya, and that we die upon this, upon the sunnah, upon salafiyya, and that he subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us by being from those who will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.